Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Book of the Month podcast. I am Rachel and I'm joined with Katie. That's me. Dan. Hello. And Peter. That's me. Uh, I don't like that. No. <laughs> that was weird. I was trying to make a funny thing by not being enthusiastic with your name. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I anyway. have enough lack of enthusiasm for both of us, Rachel, so don't worry about it. Yeah, that's fine. I'm very tired today, so we'll get another episode of Tired Rachel, which is always fun. Dan's not tired because he's discovered sleep. Yeah. yeah. And my lungs collect oxygen now. That's what I've I never discovered. been more proud of you than right now, Dan. <laughs> at oh, this thanks. very moment, right now. I feel it. It's like when I discovered the attention pills. Oh, <laughs> man. Attention oh, pills. <laughs> People don't like saying the name of that drug, apparently. They don't? It's like Macbeth. I don't know. <laughs> the Scottish on, play. These are the attention piddles. It's one of those words you don't say on the social medias, like the TikTokers and the YouTubes. Maybe well, I'll have none of that. Tell I'll me have, it's chemical I'll have composition some of it. immediately. <laughs> are you Bane? <laughs> I was born in this. <laughs> I was born without the ability to use attention. <laughs> oh my god. You guys, ADHD. what the fuck is this? This is not a book <laughs> podcast. I don't know. Okay. I mean, hey. Let's hey, just Rachel. talk about drugs. This is fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, lysergic acid diethylamide, my guys. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, that goes perfectly with our theme of vaguely English book. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, that lines in perfectly. All right, tell Rachel, can you uh, can you tell us what we read this month? We read The Last Light of the Sun or from from the sun or of the sun? Of of, of the sun by Guy Yavroke. I very uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Oh man, you sound really enthusiastic. I think we should just let you talk about this book all by yourself cuz you will sell it. Ready no. to go. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I was just looking at the page and clicking. Okay, okay, okay. What, so we haven't done uh, everybody reads the same book in a while. What what ground rules? Are we all spoiler? Are we no spoiler? What are we? Oh, Let's man. do. I don't know if we can spoil this book. Ground rules. We should have thought of those. Um, I think I think we can just. It's talk a very old book. book. Yeah, Spoil I think that's the fine. shit out of it. So that's if you plan right. on reading along with us, you should have read the book already. I mean, if it wants, it's 16 get a toy at the grocery no, store. Give it a toy at the grocery store, damn it. If it wants a candy bar, you give it a candy bar. You spoil that's that right. shit. Yeah, you act like or, a grandma. Or just this skip this book. <laughs> or, or just skip this book and read Tigana? Tigana? I don't Tigana? know how to say it. Dan? That's my favorite book that uh, Guy Gavro K wrote, and it is Tagana. Yeah, that's Tigana. all they say in the audio book, anyway. That's what. So yeah, that's my advice. <laughs> I haven't read Tagana, much, but... much better book. Yeah. Um, I think this one also had weird crossovers with another book of his. That Wait, he wrote. really? The Lions of Al Rasen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So okay, J Jadism, okay. the religion, the the sort of stand-in for Christianity, also appears in that book. 
I see. Interesting. Okay, I didn't know that. This is the only book by Guy Gabriel K that I've read. Same. Um, I was I was impressed by some elements of his writing, but I was found the book very unsatisfying. Just to just to uh, give you a spoiler warning, I found it very unsatisfying. I'm not going to save that tidbit for the end. I thought it w- I was expecting a book kind of like Vinland Saga or The Last Kingdom. I don't know what that was. That yeah, I, I know. I, I didn't have an expectation, but I did not like what I got a lot. <laughs> but but I thought it might be nice if we started since since the chatter on our secret texting zone was that we were all kind of having some opinions about this book. I thought it might be nice if we all started with something that we did like about this book, if you can find such a thing. I, I did. I, I did actually like the book. I mean, I feel like the issues you guys are going to have with it, I share. But I think ultimately, after it was over, I did kind of come down at least not hating it. Like, I think maybe Rachel sounded like she absolutely... I despise the book <laughs> i didn't hate it i didn't read the books <laughs> wait you you didn't you didn't read it i did oh, i didn't okay. retain it oh retain yeah, it. i feel oh, okay. like i feel like this is a in one eye out the other kind of deal for her <laughs> that's what i mean oh, by man. I, didn't. Oh, I, man. I physically i physically read the book i wish Do i, I could remember- take in light with one eye and shoot it out the other yeah. That sounds dangerous, Peter. I want I, it. I've always wanted laser eyes. Technically, you do because that's how. Uh, okay, it's a good point. That's why people can see my eyeballs. Yeah, because you're the it, the light bounces off your eye and yep, good point. Luminance. All right, all right. You've convinced me. I have eye lasers. Okay, <clears throat> my, my psychology degree is useful for something. Yes, for giving me eye lasers. Or the confidence that I needed to believe that the eye lasers were within me all along. Yeah. Uh, maybe we should give, like, a summary or, like, a... Some sort of content. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'll try. Those of you that didn't read along with us. Uh... Or, or, or Katie can try. You've been quiet, and I don't like it when you're quiet. Or, you know, because we didn't announce that we were going to read this book so they could read along with us. Also, well, true, it's yeah. not too late. This this episode is coming out. I don't know when. We can just say, "Hey, if anybody listens to our podcast, this is what we're reading next." Be a good idea. Do we I'm, think ahead? I'm smart. <laughs> no. No. By recording ahead, we can think ahead. Mm. Congratulations, future person. I'm sorry, listeners. Katie, give us uh, a synopsis that's like two sentences. There's fake Vikings that attack fake Irish people for us. England. They both. Yeah. Both. Uh, sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, not no. Irish. Welsh, Welsh and English people. Yeah. Fake yeah. Welsh and fake English. Okay. Fake UKians. You don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> and there's lots of blood and lots of princes and. No plot. No plot, but a really cool dog. There is a cool dog. Uh, You're right. I mean, there is a plot. 
the There's problem. A bit of a plot. Let, let's. I think we can get to like the. Okay. I can the, do better. I can do better. Core. Oh, you want to try again? I want oh, to try I again. Her, I okay. want her to try again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so there's fake Vikings. <laughs> um, and then they try to attack a fake Welsh kind of farm to kill a guy who killed a fake Viking like 25 plus years ago. And the grandson of the killed guy is like, I want the sword that he had. So then the fake Vikings go and try to go after the fake Welshman. But they get run off while while they try that because the fake Welsh actually had <laughs> fake. They now were also think, Welsh. Were they all Welsh? They were just a different Welsh clan. Okay. Or, or no, they were Welsh and Anglo-Saxons. Okay. So then these like from another province like showed up and the one character was very aptly named. And then, um, so then they go off to fake England so that they can, like, escort a priest over there. And then the English, fake English people are like, oh, man, you know what would really suck if we got raided right now? But you know what? Not really, because we're having a fair and we have lots of manpower. So then... The fake Vikings show up, and then the fake English people, like, kick their asses hardcore, and then a fake Viking and a fake Welshman and a fake Englishman <laughs> uh, travel through a godwood, which is super spooky. Also, there's fairies. I'm pretty sure someone fucked a fairy. Spoiler. <laughs> yep, um, yeah. And then somewhere in there, there was fairy sex. I have and named then... her. <laughs> Wait, so this is uh, what is it? Uh, this is King Chronicles? <laughs> this is what now? I did think a lot about that story as as we were going through this book. Wait, what reference book? was that? King Killers. Oh, I don't know. The There's a lot of fairy sex in the second book. Yeah. yeah. You mean the final book? <laughs> Who knows? We'll, we'll let's, let's not get uh, snarky about it. <laughs> Wait, what oh, am no. I talking about? Why would we not get snarky? Uh, but anyway, let's not jump yeah. into that bag of spines. Um, <laughs> Katie, finish us off. Um. So then... So two of everyone but the fake Viking that went into the wood, they're both princes. There's just so many princes. It's insane. <laughs> like, pretty much everyone you meet is a prince. It's like, even even one of the fake Vikings, like, his dad is basically fake Viking royalty. And it's like, what the fuck? Princes everywhere, man. Anyway, so then they do some stuff, and then the fake Vikings are like, oh, this was a waste. Wait, there's a subplot? Aha, we shall go and follow the subplot. But wait, let's first kill a guy. And then they go to the subplot, and then it's the end. I don't even know if I would call them subplots as much as, like, historical inter interruptions into <laughs> the story. <laughs> No, that sounded pretty good to me. I mean, it was, it was it, like, it doesn't give a lot of detail to the, to the listener, but I, but you're right. You got that, it. I, yeah. That I was it. Remember, yeah. I don't remember this at all. Other than somebody named brand die app, something died in the very beginning. I think. Nope. It was die app. Owen. Yeah. He okay. was the very aptly named Prince. 
Right. Yeah. yeah. The 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 brother of Alan that we that Alan, who is one of our more main characters, I guess, uh, that he spends the whole book, you know, anguished over and and depressed. He's basically suffering grief and depression through. Except the whole for book. when he's banging fairies. It, I think it only happens once, right? Just once with one fairy. I know of. I mean, the book is telling us what happens. I, well, I and Alan is mostly Alan is mostly screwed up because he knows that his dead brother is probably having awesome fairy sex with the fairy queen for most of that's the book. That's true. He's that's like, true. He's screwed up worst because he because he believes in in God, which they call Jad, and uh, and believes which sounds that... like a the name of a gym rat. I don't know why. <laughs> hey, Jad. <laughs> How many reps oh, can you do? Oh man, I Who's just made up. I just got up to 189 at 15 with four rat sets. Dude, oh awesome! Gosh. That's like yeah, a whole new meaning to sons now. out, Ooh. guns out. <laughs> oh, Katie. Yes, because <laughs> Dad is a sun god. Okay, well, god, so yeah. um, it's not uh, the most. Right. It's not the hmm? most annoying fake god name. There was a book that I read that was G. Slash D. They called it G slash D the entire time. Well, that's that's, that's obnoxious. Just, I mean, that's not even a new name. That's just refusing yeah. to write the name, which is a legitimate yeah. practice. Just not just one a that culture I would expect to see in a book. <laughs> <laughs> They're like these infinite holes, man. You can't oh. trust an O. <laughs> well, admittedly, I could be like, why don't you just come up with a new name? That's fair. Yeah, I mean they like Jad. <laughs> Jad. They still like Jad, man. Hey, Jad, uh... could you spot me, bro? Also, Jadites. I was uh, down for the word Jadites through most of this book. All right. Well, so this is leaning into one of, of my rocks. Oh yeah, right, like Jadite or something. Like yeah. yeah. All right, but so this does this leads into one of my complaints about this book, of which I have several. But Buckle one of up, them, children. Here we go. That's right. Buckle up with your five point security harness. Um, <laughs> so they, they, the author, K, renames everything. Uh, I was complaining to a friend about this, about how he decided to call the Vikings the Erlings, and she said hey, they were called the Erlings. So I don't know the historicity of it. Um, the historicity. I don't know that, that may word. or may not be a word, and I'm just <laughs> going to pretend it is. Okay, well, continue. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So, so he the the Vikings were all Earlings. The uh, the English sorts, the Anglo Saxons, were all called Anglicans um, or Anglicans. If you go with a soft uh, C, but I decided that made no sense, so I went with a hard C, and the Welsh were called the Kingale, um, which I understand probably connects to Gaelic, but still. Which is why I was like, oh, this must be Irish, Irish. Scottish, I, I, I because thought, like yes. Celt thought, and Gaelic together. Absolutely. I, I, thought, I thought they were Irish at first for the first, I don't know, uh, fifth of the book or something like that. Um, and, you know, and they kept referring to God, but it was Jad, and they just... All of this, I, I understand that some of it was historical and somebody shared 
um, a link that that the the Yorms Yorms Vikings were a legitimate thing. Well, Yorms Viking is the real term. The, they were called Yorms Beak in the in the in, in the history. Okay. Well, yeah, the, no, Yorms the, uh, Beak in the book. Yorms they were just Yams. Yeah, I think there's no R. It's Yams. No, no. Okay, Yams Vikings. Well, in the book, they were called Yorms Vike or something. Um, they were from Yorms Beak. Yeah. Cause, okay. Because it always it, bothered me with the beak. Yeah. It, really. It, it, it's V-I-K in the yeah, actual in, in the print. text. It's a V-I-K. Oh, really? So I don't know what. The, yeah, I don't know uh, what they were reading. I did. I, li- to, I listened to the audiobook, so I can tell now. Um, can I tell you guys a secret? Oh, please. No, I, guess, I, I, I would like to say something, though. That Ooh, make... Rachel first. Rachel first. Yeah, Rachel secret first. Secrets. I believe that like Vikings, the, the act of going on raids is the acting Viking of Viking. So, yes, that's my current understanding of 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 vikings is that they had a they were you know the northmen or the ice whatever you wanted to call them they had a name that was not we are the vikings that's how people started thinking of them because yeah maybe danes because they would go a viking and that's what people would hear it's a Um, verb yeah and that's (laughs) that's all well and good uh what is katie's secret all right so i've never actually told anybody this (laughs) oh my god (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't resist. You can um, totally trust us. So I listened to the first few chapters of the audiobook, and I could not stand it. So mm-hmm. I got the book in print, and I read it like I devoured that shit. It was fantastic. It was delicious. I loved it. Wait, what? What? <laughs> what? Except I do have some issues, of course. Okay. Like it. All right. There were well, like. Yeah, three mm-hmm. girls, and they didn't really do much. That is, that is true. Uh, let me just let me wrap up. Yeah, let me let me let you finish. Okay, I'm gonna let you let me finish. Thank you. Um, I'm just gonna wrap up this complaint, which is that basically by um, by renaming or using more historically accurate names, I don't know, and I don't care for these locations and peoples. The author forced me to translate in my head every time I saw these names. I couldn't just just absorb it. I had to see, oh, Erling, okay, that's the North folk. Anglican, right, that's the English, okay. And then, and then they would reference other ones that I wasn't sure what they were, the, like Rhodesia. Um, is that Greece because it's Rhodes? Or wait, at some point... A reference made it sound like that was probably Rome and Latin and they're Trachesian. And I'm like, okay, is that Greece then? I, I don't know. I still don't know. But because the author used basically Europe from the 8th century and uh, uh, just threw a bunch of different or you know names that are not familiar to a modern reader on there i had to translate in my head all the time it is the worst book for this it's just extra work and i hated it and i resented the author and it's the worst book for this since um uh what is it off armageddon reef which is a sci-fi book that had a made a similar terrible decision all right well i I think this type of second world is kind of more lazy or pretentious kind of way. Hmm. Like pretentious I, I kind of be- agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I, not, it's not 
lazy by lazy i mean it's like okay like it, you read it and you just go why why don't you just make why not just use fiction? the real thing <laughs> yeah just make a historical well, right. fiction and I think it sounds like the author might make the argument that he is using the real thing just with, you know, mm. with with names that were accurate to the time, except for this Jad shit. Because um, Jadism yeah, is clearly just Christianity. And like, why not just use the Christian gods if it's since it's all clearly a stand in? Um it's like it's you're putting your readers through extra work, so it's kind of like more pretentious in that way. Yeah, I didn't like doing the extra work. I did it, but I didn't like it. <laughs> uh, and then it was me who didn't care because they had no intrigue in this book. Um, yeah, the pacing is so weird in this book. Like, yeah, it starts off with a really long first chapter and then just like, abandons that character for a, an even longer amount of time absolutely uh, and There's when no like way. when he came back i had to like go remind myself who, oh yeah this is the guy from chapter one. Oh uh, yeah oh right well, that Burn, horse the guy who rode off with a horse okay so here you made the point earlier that this borrowed elements from the lions of al-rasan particularly their sun god of jad um, who is just doing reps up in the vaults of heaven. Um, <laughs> does... He sweats rain. Oh, man, yes. Oh, Jad is blessing us with his sweat, <laughs> with his holy workout sweat. Oh, God. Um, no no, no pain, no gain, oh, Lord. Um, I mean, that's what... <laughs> he, he just drops weights every time it thunders. Yes, yeah. that's what yeah. he drops. Yes, oh, Oh, our Lord Jad just did a clean and jerk and dropped. The, dropped the <laughs> He's really crushing those reps today. Yes. And the, and the wind is a salt bike. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, I hate a salt bike. Okay. Um, I love this religion all of a sudden. Yeah, something, something a lot better about this. Um, although it would make me feel even worse for disliking exercise. Um, but so the... I can the, you'd the, just be a pagan the opening of the book gives us a point of view character from i suppose this setting's analog to uh you know africa arabia or something you know whatever they wanted to call their local that region in the era um that character is pointless like he occupies i don't know a page and a half two pages three pages i don't know how long but he's you know he's there to set up uh kind of the a little bit of stuff that's going on locally to to set up the the what is it just the the background for the character burn whom we stay with for much of the book or return to over and over for the book. Thank you, Katie. Ibn Bakir. Um, is that character from the other book, The Lions of Al-Rasan? Does anyone know? Uh, sure. I've never read that one. Okay. That one. Nobody, nobody uh -huh. knows. I just um, know that that's a title. So that's I, also I, well loved. <laughs> well, but somebody else knew that it was related. Um, I know because um, it's the title of the book. Elrason. Okay. 
Okay. Got it. I did not. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Okay. I was curious because that character is completely unnecessary, right? He's a point of view character for a few pages and then vanishes entirely. We never see him again. Oh, we do too. Wait, what? When? He does, he does pop back up. In the Anglican lands, he's the, he brought a horse for the king. Oh no, no, he's the guy with the horse that the guy steals? Yes, he is! Oh my god, I, I, I care even less about this now. Oh. This opening is a waste of space. We didn't need it. We could have jumped right into Burn running off with a stolen horse. Um, yeah, there's and... absolutely no information that uh, Ibn Bukir brings to us that Burn doesn't immediately bring along with him in the next chapter. Right? Not even the next chapter, the next section or, the next or whatever. Section, but yeah. like, so. Okay, like the the one probably the only really positive thing that I have to say about this book is that the author is really good at taking us inside the characters' heads and how turbulent their emotions are and how it's driving them this way or that way. Like I he does a really good job of bringing us into the characters' heads. I really I enjoyed that when he did it. I thought it was done really well. Kudos to him. But that means even more that he didn't need that, you know, Ibn Bakir point of view character to to tell us how the the Viking world works um, in advance of us joining Burn, stealing a horse, and ruining the funeral ritual. We could have gotten all of that from these delicious, you know, brain bites from inside of Burn's head, but no, we had to get this point of view character so that. I guess he could get tied in 800 pages later when his horse is stolen. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, uh, yeah. The, the pacing of this book is like that. I mean, it, it, it does let you know right away <laughs> that like, uh, we're just going to be meandering for huge chunks of this between characters that don't know each other, haven't spoken and have almost nothing to do with each other until you get to the end and like all their story uh, well two of their stories collide (laughs) and and that's it and but so okay so this is the part of the book i did actually like i did think that like if the book was just alan burn and his and burn's dad i forgot thorkel yeah that's right um, it was just that? like the story of those three characters from their points of view. I feel like it would have been actually a pretty good book, but all the interstitial stuff is like such a distraction. And, and, uh, I feel like it's, it's like the worst example is the mill in the uh, pretty, I think it's yeah. pretty much like a halfway point. So like, yeah. So, so many things that, don't matter happen with that section so like so it's uh the earlings the fake vikings get caught by the anglo-saxon king with his 200 troops on horseback and they just murder all of them and like even after they surrender there's like atrocities that take place where the surrendered vikings are are more or less executed but we don't get that from any of the characters 
that we that we've been with so far. Instead, Kay takes the time to like introduce us to a miller who owns a mill next to the river where where this battle occurs. Oh, don't forget learn... that the miller also may or may not have killed the previous miller to no, get the mill. It's pretty clear himself. that he did. It's pretty clear that he did. <laughs> okay, I was trying so to give him much. plausible deniability, okay? We learn absolutely <laughs> so much about the miller, the town the miller's from, the weird dude that works for him, the, the mute dude. Oh, he's yeah, yeah, I remember he had some kind of disability or something. Uh because it's been so long talking about how uh thank god i got this guy to work for me because he can't talk and i don't actually like people. like it's people like my, yeah no it's a huge misanthrope and none of that is important to the rest of the story it doesn't matter at all and no not at all no and nothing like or, and then like how, you know they they after uh, the battle they say hey miller get people to burn these bodies and collect the weapons and we know how many weapons there should be so don't steal anything and we'll be back. And then he steals some stuff. And then there's the story about Jadwina. Yes, which is yeah. like naming your daughter Jesus. Uh. Godwina <laughs> is actually a name. So, you know, people do that. actually name their people. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I know I know that some cultures name the name people Jesus or Jesus or something, but I, I've never OK, I've just never been aware of a of a feminine feminine version of jesus as a name um but it's true people do get mm. named godwin and godwina so i guess the equivalent would be jadwina um i i so okay. i actually really like these little stories especially towards the end where Kay is like all of these stories are some of them are beginning some of them are ending some of them are happening side by side but they never intersect and stuff like that and i'm like oh that's what you did you sneaky little bastard so so that was another place where it really reminded me of king killer chronicles because like that's sort of the primary point of rothfuss's books is that like all the stories are the same story, but they repeat forever all the time. And we only know the part we are around for, and we don't have the context to understand the rest. And like, sure. But like, it's so it's presented with such verbosity, just like, like Wait, trying you, to be poetic in a way that about, about Rothfuss or about this book. Both, both, both. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I feel like Rothfuss, at least, the tone of the books is that verboseness, that that uh, that style throughout. And there's there are very few points where uh, a character shows up and is like, "Yo, the point of the books is stories, stories and stories and stories." Get it? Um, but in this one, <laughs> there's not a character that shows up. It's just the that suddenly there's a narrator. And oh god, he yes. just tells us the, <laughs> the the theme. I hated it. So yeah, like a dozen times throughout the book, the the narration falls into the first person plural, and the author starts saying things like, "We never know how things are going to affect each other, or how the little decisions we might make might change the course of a something or other." And I just. 
it kind of cheapens it. So jarring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because it's just not the, like, at least Rothfuss is just telling us one story about Quoth um, and follows Quoth pretty closely the whole time. This guy, like, okay, so I, I was, I am of mixed feelings about the, those digressions. Um, like, I found them individually interesting, but I found them harmful to the, the pacing of the book when, mm-hmm. when he would, follow Jadwina, for example, about, you know, how she's going to, what is it? Like she, her first she husband supposed, had died and then she, she married was supposed another to, guy. She was supposed to marry a guy. But oh, then that's right. He got his hand cut off while yes. axing or something. Right. And so she was betrothed to another guy and then he was going to rape her and send them the first guy, killed him and then left town and then she was engaged yeah. to the rapist's father and married him and he was a good guy apparently and then he died and then she married someone else and they were kids and that that and then she died in the future and that was fine did i get that and right? only related that to the right. story in that burn kills the guy who was gonna rape her no nope, burn didn't burn even... was it no, a that, burn no that wasn't burn that was um that was her former fiance the one-handed uh... guy with yep, an the axe. one-handed well, guy. Well, she, meet, she meets one of the characters, right? Because this isn't, isn't the end of her story that, like, I wish I'd just run off else. with that Viking. Oh, that yeah, was maybe. a different girl. That was a different well, girl. Was... <laughs> oh, is that right? Okay. Yes, that was a girl who was rolling in the hay with a fella, and then she, like, ended up pregnant. She was a baker's daughter, actually. Uh, they They <laughs> fucked. He was, like, the... The ailman's son or something. Like the governor's the, the alderman, kid, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. And then the dad beat her and was like, who is the father? And then he was like, she was like, oh, it's hey. him, it's him. And then he's and like, he like, oh, Ooh, this is great. That's a good match. Monies. Yeah. And then later on in life, she's like, oh, I should have run off with the strange men who popped out of the woods or some shit. Right. Yeah. And, see, which was not an option. Get, also, <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we can get these confused just goes to say, like, there weren't a ton of them, but there were enough of them that we can be like, wait, which which random woman whose life we followed for about forty years over the course of six paragraphs was this? Yeah. Um, Why did it happen more than once? I don't understand. Because, because it, because it did. Because it wanted to thread the line of maybe, maybe this time we're going to pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, you're right. You know, we got to talk about the women in this story, which is that they exist to think about dudes and to worry about the guys. And even the one who's kind of at least aggro and like likes a sword, ultimately, you Just know, gets married off to some 13 Yeah. She's like 16 and gets married to a 13 year old because that's what you do with young women in that era. Like, yeah, I've been watching uh, the new Game of Thrones thing. Right. And uh, there's a primary there's a primary female protagonist in that show. And it's kind of the same thing where it's like she doesn't really have like ambition to do something specific, but she does not like where she exists in society and but ultimately nothing changes for her and i don't and I like i understand like that that's the reality of those women in that historical context 
but also I don't understand why they he thought to point that out <laughs> or like really like make it the only characteristic these women have. Like obviously they have stuff going on. They have agency in their own lives, but they have needlework to tend to. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That that one who is, you know, fears and wants to be more than just what they assign to her still goes and practices her needlework because she's getting married next summer. Or winter or whenever it is. I don't know. Yeah. That I did not like what he did with any of the girls. Not even Kendra, who like kind of did something oh, in the end. Man, almost maybe I, that was I so didn't arbitrary. understand what was with the telepathy. No, it was a it was an arbitrary solution to what the author perceived as a plot problem, which didn't need to be a plot problem, but but yeah, in the end, what the author decided Kendra, the younger princess of the Anglicans, needed to be psychically bound with Alan, one of the princes of one of the Welsh groups, so that he could know about something in time. It's like, she saw a fairy one time, and now she's a cell phone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. If If I had a nickel for every time that happened to me. So I have a question. Uh-huh. Is this his debut? No. Uh, no, no. Uh, yeah. th- there's actually a, a book in this series previous to this one. It's a series? Uh, well, l- loosely a series. a series. There are, there are books that all exist in the same universe. Oh, interesting. Would, would that be The Lions of Al Rasan, or is there another one? That's the sequel to this one. That's a sequel. Well, it came, it came earlier. I'm looking at his here at the his publication dates now. Last Light of the Sun was 2004. Al Rasan was 95. His first book was 1984, according to this. Looking at uh, in the Wikipedia, I don't know. It says it's preceded by the Serentine Mosaic, and followed by the lines of Al Rasan. Interesting. So that may be like the in-universe. Chronology, uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Or Wikipedia is full of nonsense and they're not related to it. No, what? Not awesome or it doesn't matter. Uh, the <laughs> There's a section in the Wikipedia that says connections to other works by Kay. The novel is set in the same world as Kay's The Lines of Al-Rasan and the Serentine Mosaic, taking place at an indeterminate time. <laughs> Nobody knows what's going on. Does it doesn't matter. Like, I, I'm going to look at reviews for this book real quick, because I didn't do that. Did anyone like it? Like, I did. Katie just said she liked it. Dan said he liked it with some, with I, some complaints. I mean, I, um, I uh, in, in the notion of five-star reviews, I three-starred it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. not, let, not like us like it, dude. The, oh, does anyone public? in the world like it? Uh, it? Three, three people. I just counted. Let's see. Goodreads has it at three point nine six. Oh yeah, there you go. See, that sounds mm-hmm. a bit high. There's a lot of three uh, stars. Yeah, primarily four stars. A lot of ratings. Uh, a lot of people have read this book. Uh, 
this this I like this uh, review that I said. Oh, it'll just be like actual ma uh let's see. Oh, it will be just like it was actually made of real Vikings, said NPR lady. She was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> My definition of historical fantasy is entirely different from hers. Now so made with finish... real Vikings. So, so I didn't finish reading it. The end. That's the entire review. Oh my. I'm yeah, getting to it, re- was, it was weird. I'm re- beginning to rethink my love for Guy Gavril K. Well, Tagana just... is excellent. I think yeah, Tagana... Just... Oh no, he's got stuff from the 80s. Tagana is like 1990, I think it came out. Yeah, I, no. I still want to read that book. I just picked this one because it vaguely uh, fit our notional theme, and I was like, "Oh, this author is kind of well loved." Yeah, you're right. I've heard his name very positively in the past, and I've just never written it, uh, read anything by him. And this was not a good first choice. <laughs> Tagana, I think, if you're going to read Guy Gavro K, is the place to start because it is broadly loved and is you know personally like one of my top 10 books like and it is, it is one of the best really fantasy good. novels Anne McCaffrey has read well and let's have a talk i mean it's uh, got it's got a lot of the tone of this one the same sort of like narrative style but it's just a fantasy straight up second world fantasy novel and doesn't have the pacing issues at this so you get like all of the great um, you know, like char- I feel like there is a lot of like character depth in this because he can't stop himself from creating character death, even when the characters don't matter that much. Um, so when his plot's a little more uh, tightly uh, controlled, it's uh, it's a better read. So I have an idea for a new podcast where we have authors on to justify their blurbs on other books. <laughs> is Anne McCaffrey still alive? Anne McCaffrey is still alive, I think, yeah. Probably. I oh, mean, God. if it, mm-hmm. I mean, if not, then we're going to have to do some necromancy. I have to talk to Robin Hobb about her blurb on the Tide Child. Oh, no. Anne McCaffrey, Anne McCaffrey has... is gone. Oh. She died in, in 2011. So a real long time ago. <laughs> um, this is also another review. I en- I enjoyed this well enough since there was no over incest, and I didn't mind all the the romantic meanderings. I found that I can even foresee them thanks to my Tayana experience. <laughs> <laughs> so I see. If you're familiar with Kay, then you already know when he's going to romance characters. But my, the part is since there was no over incest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I... Just a little bit is fine. But, you know, let's not get crazy. Just a little bit. Just was there, sprinkle. Was there, was there covert incense, incest? I didn't. No, no. It's, it's over. Feeling I know. Other. I know. No, no I don't think there was any. It was all over the clothes stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No. Oh, one it. time Bryn kissed his daughter's forehead. No. Oh. Oh, jail. Jail for a thousand years. <laughs> um, yeah, All so right. in the end, in the end, I didn't, like, I finished the book, and I put it down, I turned around and said to my wife, I said, I don't know what this book is about. Yeah. <laughs> it except, told you what it's about. Is, you're right, you're right, except for all the times when the book blared out to me, just shouted, hey, 
except for some kind of small twist of fate, things might have gone totally differently, which it did, you know, a half dozen times through the book. Like, if only they had ridden their horse faster, they would have gotten their boats off the shore fast enough that they wouldn't have heard somebody shouting and wouldn't have turned around. And then they wouldn't have picked up the guy and he wouldn't have given them that, ideas that, that, and they wouldn't have gone to the place and then everyone wouldn't have... That does actually remind me of one sort of interesting plot point that I did really like. And maybe because it happened late enough in the book that it did kind of like turn me back in its favor. And that's when the guy I thought was going to be the primary antagonist oh, yeah. was just... Ivar Ragnarsson. Ivar Ragnarsson just gets... Just immediately just in a boat. Yeah, yeah. They, they yeah, they just shanked him and threw him in the sea. And then and like so the, his whole the whole point of his character was that he and like you get that point of view chapter with him where you find out that like he didn't really have a plan. He didn't no, really <laughs> like he, he's uh, just a sadist who wants to kill people. Yeah. He he's was a serial just one killer of, wannabe. And, and and literally Hannibal Lecter because he just wanted to to do the bloody eagle to people, but like yeah. somehow keep them alive through the entire process. He wants to be so good practice. at murder that it can be torture. Yeah. So so they kill him, but but then they do what he wanted them to do anyway. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't get to enjoy it. So that is a small satisfaction from our point. But of I view. do love that like Burn is on the boat and he's like, "Thank God we killed that guy." And like now, now we'll we finally we, everything's great. And then the guy in charge of the boat's like, "We killed that guy, but also fuck you, we're going." <laughs> but also, <laughs> we're let's go. Let's thing. go fight some folks. He made a lot of sense before I stabbed him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, that that sure was a book that we read. It is. I think I like I, the print. The ahead, print Katie. is much better than the audiobook. I don't want to shit Ooh. on the narrator, but I'm going to shit on him a little bit. He did <laughs> not give enough pauses between, like, breaks. And when he would, like, switch viewpoints, it was like, holy sh- what is happening now? And You got to turn it down from 2x speed, Katie. I... <laughs> I'm joking. I'm sure you didn't. <laughs> You're I not did. a monster that listens to audiobooks at 2x speed, are you, Katie? <laughs> no, that's I... Rachel. I do that now because it does sound like normal human and it, I can't not do it now. Oh no, you've retrained. You mean your like brain. now now it sounds too slow to go at one X? Yeah. Everyone sounds good. drunk when you talk to them. Well, it's still it's like, keeps like two X allows to keep the like the three theatrics of the Oh, without theory. turning everyone into chipmunks. Yeah, and it keeps the theatrics and stuff. Oh, it, it keeps it keeps the tone, but increases the speed, so I can finish audiobooks quicker. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, 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 that sure. Yup, 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 yup. Particularly if it's a thirty-three hour audiobook, which I did listen to recently. Oh God! This one was like forty something, wasn't it? I don't remember. Uh, it was like no, it was like five hundred pages. Five hundred and one. Yeah. Or, no, wait. it was 500. Uh. 500 and, wait. Mine was 500. Well, you know, it is 500. We're, we're doing a Guy Gabriel K thing right now where we're talking about something that doesn't matter. 
to the point of yeah. yeah. and, 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 and then we grew old and died wondering what how what life would have been like if we had just not read this book sitting on my porch 30 years hence i thought damn i wish i would have slept with more fairies <laughs> you know oh, we can man. now now we can now that we've kind of wrapped it up we can do the smart thing and announce the next book we're reading so other oh, people man. can follow the log. That's right. But hey, hey. Who's I in charge of that? It's yeah. you. You're in charge of that. You pick the next no, book. But first, I've... let's just remind oh. everyone, we just we just read The Last Light of the Sun by Guy Gabriel Kay. And, and have... you should, too. Eh, we have different <laughs> opinions about this. And you should Maybe... read Tigana. Yeah. Um, apparently. Uh. Well, hey, guys. Thanks for listening to us and now we're gonna do sword and sorcery next time oh what a great theme i can't wait oh man that and sounds amazing book. yeah and guess what it's a great book called dragon's bane by barbara hambly and it's the first book in the winterlands saga and it's got black dragons and knights and a little well, bit of uh witch dragon sexy times so <gasps> there, oh. keep well, your on for that Will no. it actually be good? We yes. don't know. <laughs> no, I do know because I've well, read Dan, it before. Dan likes it. Okay. And it's Does got a whole point zero six like higher know. rating. A whole point oh. zero six higher rating than uh The Last Light of the Sun. So, you know. Oh yeah. man, that, that point zero six is means there's a world of difference. Uh I've been Rachel and I picked this book and I regret it. But at least Katie enjoyed it. Uh, I did. Speaking of which, Katie, what? Where can they find you? Usually at my house, since I work from home now. Um, or you can find me on Twitter at Shimmy Book, where I tweet if I remember I have it. Or you can check out my bookstore, my online bookstore. It is GriffinsRoostBT.com. Um, trying to get some fun new things put up there soon. Some treasures to go for with the books and treasures part of it daniel i'm dan evanson and you can find my stuff at danielevans.com and uh yeah we also got world of juno coming out hey if it's december guess what you can get the world of juno short story anthology right now where well head over to danielevanson.com and i'll probably have some links up because they don't exist in the now time but in the then time that you're listening to it'll be it'll be a thing that exists so, so go there worldjuno.com will be there just in december or november too in november also <laughs> okay i think it's coming out in november if everything goes well which it never does it's coming out in november but if it's december sure the... it'll already be out so good because this is or this is november yeah this, this is, is november. a november episode Yes. Yes. Happy hey guys, I'm also I'm also on TikTok. <laughs> I started doing Hermione the Cat videos on TikTok, so go check me Ooh. out at Sinister Infant. Okay. Peter. Yes. Link your stuff. Oh. Chill. Okay. Chill time. <laughs> Hi, I'm Peter Schaefer. I'm a writer and a game designer. You can find some of my writing at pashafer.com. That's P-A-S-C-H-A-E-F-E-R.com. You can find my games at shoelesspetegames.com. I have a role-playing game, tabletop, pen and paper, 
old-fashioned shit. It's awesome. Great art. Wonderful writing. Buy it. Play it. Tell me about it. You can follow me at Shoeless Pete on Twitter. Holy shit. (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead, Rachel. And Rachel. Rachel. (laughs) Me. Uh, The person who's bad at hosting sometimes. I don't do crap. You can find me at Argent Rave, and I sometimes do readathons with indie books. Uh... I exist. You do, you do a lot, Rachel, but it's none nothing that needs to be sold on social media. So, no. yeah, you know, well, I, good put. I do, I do monthly wrap ups of the bazillion books I read. Do I explain why I like the book? No. Is it useful? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> uh, so you can talk in America. Listen, I read like 30 books in a month. I don't want to explain every book. It's tiring. Yeah, what are you doing, America? Reading less than that? You dumb asshole. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> you can Dan just find called me. all of America a dumb asshole. Yeah. Anyway. Find out next time. <laughs> uh, Where I go after eat. the worst country ever, Antarctica. You're not a country. And bullshit. It's not a it, country. I am officially cutting Dan off. I'm so tired so. now. <laughs> please, <laughs> please don't forget to leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We will read it aloud. Even but not if it's on terrible. Google Play. Fuck those guys. I didn't know you could leave reviews there. I actually don't know either. I pay no attention. <laughs> uh, and if you want to send us your bookshelves, you can send it to us on our Discord in Too Many Thoughts Media. Or you can email it to us at too many thoughts media dot um, at gmail.com. Yes, uh, please send us pictures of your bookshelves uh, with will, your books on them. We, we will, will give you a shout out. Or yep. just leave them naked. Let's not. Whoa. <laughs> In the meantime, keep reading. <laughs>